There is something you should do every day, and if you do, it'll change how you feel and how you see your day. Stay tuned. for A Short Path to a Great Life, Part 3. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. <laughs> we welcome all of you joining us by television or those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's message. Always a wonderful joy and delight to have you to tune in and join us would like to share just a little humor. A patient said to his nurse, he said, nurse, I keep seeing spots in front of my eyes. The nurse replied, have you seen a doctor? And the patient replied, no, just spots. <laughs> it takes you a minute to get that one. <laughs> Well, we've been sharing in a little series on the shortest chapter in the entire Bible entitled, A Short Path to a Great Life. Short Path to a Great Life. And so this is part three, and this is actually based on Psalms 117. And what I noticed in Psalms 117, the shortest chapter in the Bible, there were three things pointed out, three things pointed out, and so that's what we've been sharing on. So we've shared the first one, the first thing that was pointed out in Psalms 117. It's only two verses there, only two verses, but it shares three things. And if you get a hold of those three things, it's a short path to a great life. And so we shared the first thing, the first thing in verse 1 talks about living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude, living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. And so we've shared a couple of messages, a couple of messages on that, living a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. And then the second point, second thing that is in Psalms 117, the second thing is what we'll talk about today. And that's actually found in verse 2, Psalms 117, verse 2, says, For his merciful kindness is great toward us. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. His merciful kindness is great toward us. And so the first thing... Psalms 117 says to us is live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. And here in verse 2, the second thing Psalms 117 says to us, it simply says to us to enjoy his love. Enjoy his love. For his merciful kindness is great toward us. Simply enjoy his love. Enjoy his love. Enjoy his love. God loves you more than you could ever imagine. He's showing you his favor. He is incredibly kind. Listen to the verse. His merciful kindness is great 
toward us. His merciful kindness is great toward us. He loves you more than you can ever imagine. He is showing you his favor. He is incredibly kind. Think on that. Meditate on that. That's the second thing that Psalms 117 says to us. Enjoy his love. Enjoy his love. In Isaiah 43, verse 4, in the Message Bible, I just love this. I love the way this phrase, it gives you kind of an idea of how much God loves you. It gives you an idea of how great his merciful kindness is towards you. Listen to this. This is Isaiah 43, verse 4 in the Message Bible. It says, I paid a huge price for you. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I'd sell off the whole world to get you back. I trade creation just for you. God says he would trade all of creation just for you. Praise God. His merciful kindness is great toward you. His merciful kindness is great toward you you. Over in the book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 10, also in verse 8, it says this about God's kindness. talks about how great his merciful kindness is toward us. It says the mountains will depart. Hills will be removed. But my kindness shall never depart from you. My kindness shall never depart from you. My covenant of peace will never be removed. With everlasting kindness will I have mercy on you, saith the Lord. Praise God. Now, that's in Isaiah 54. What's really particular about that, in Isaiah 53, we get a picture of Calvary. We get a picture of the cross. And so in the very next chapter... This is after Jesus has come. Now, keep in mind, Isaiah is prophesying hundreds of years, if not thousands of years before Jesus came. And so keep in mind, in Isaiah 53, he sees prophetically Calvary's cross. After the cross, the period after the cross, which is where we live in today, in Isaiah 54, the mountains shall depart and the hills will be removed. But my kindness will never depart from you. Neither will my covenant of peace ever be removed. With everlasting kindness will I have mercy on you, saith the Lord. After the cross, oh my goodness, this is the day we live in. This is the day we live in, the day of God's kindness. The day of God's kindness. His merciful kindness is great toward us. His merciful kindness is great toward us. I love that. This mercy here in the Hebrew is a Hebrew word chesed and it's actually spelled C-H-E-S-E-D but the C is silent and so it's pronounced chesed. Chesed. Man, you got a little Hebrew lesson today. Hesed. 
Hased. You can go home and call somebody and say, I know some Hebrew. Hased. That's the Hebrew word for mercy. That's the Hebrew word for this mercy. And it's often translated as steadfast love, steadfast love, unfailing love, or loving kindness. And it's also, it's the equivalent to the New Testament word grace. And so grace in the Old Covenant is mercy, is kindness, is loving kindness, is unfailing love. God says in the book of uh, Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3, he said, I have loved you with an everlasting, you can see that definition, I have loved you with an everlasting love covenant love, a steadfast love. That's a love that's unfailing. It's eternal. It runs steadfast. It's not up and down. It's not here when you're good and gone when you're bad. It's a constant steadfast love. It's an eternal love. I have loved you with an everlasting love and with loving kindness will I draw you. Praise God. His merciful kindness is great toward us. That word mercy there is steadfast love, it's unfailing love, it's loving kindness, and it's equivalent to grace. It's equivalent to grace. Here's something I noticed. I had never thought about this, but notice what the verse says, that the one we're studying, the text we're studying in Psalms 117, says his merciful kindness is great toward us. His merciful kindness. Now I want you to notice those two words. Slow it down. His merciful kindness. They're really the same word. His mercy, his mercy and his kindness. They're really the same. It's like he's saying, and I taught you all this a long time ago, it's like he's saying grace, grace. God will repeat it twice to bring emphasis to it. He'll repeat it twice to compound it. And so just like we've seen, and I taught you this earlier, but we've seen several texts in the Bible where grace, grace is repeated. Over in the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 7, it says, whenever you're facing a mountain in life, shout grace, grace to it. Means God's grace and more of his grace will attack that mountain. You shout grace, grace. We see it over in the book of John. When Jesus comes, the Bible says when he came, he was full of grace and of his fullness. We all have received and grace for grace. There it is again. Grace for grace. Grace, grace. And so I begin to see this. You'll see it even when I taught you on the blessing over in the book of Numbers chapter 6. Somewhere around verse 24, I taught you the blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. Now there it is repeated again. Making his face shine on you and lifting up his countenance. That's the same thing as grace, grace. He actually gives us three graces there. He says, and be gracious to you. So he's like, grace, grace, and grace. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So basically what he's saying is grace and more grace. It's grace and more grace. It's love and more love. It's mercy and more mercy. 
is kindness and more kindness. So it's basically saying when one batch runs out, there's another batch right behind it. You're never going to be without it. Amen. You're never going to be without it. It's never going to give out. There's one after another. There's one serving after another. His merciful. His merciful kindness is great toward us. His merciful kindness is great toward us. His merciful kindness is great toward us. He is so ever kind. He is so ever kind. Here are three quick things I want you to do with this. Three quick things I want you to do with it. Number one, I want you to believe the love. Believe the love. Believe the love. First John chapter 4 verse 16 says, we've known and believed the love that God has toward us. So you have to know it and believe it. Believe the love. Believe the Lord. Believe the love. I made a mistake. I said, believe the Lord. Well, God is love. So believe the love. <laughs> believe the love. You can say, believe the Lord or believe the love because they're one and the same. Believe the love. Believe the love. Believe the love. Believe the love. Number two, experience it. Experience it. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to look for small expressions of God's love every day. Look for small expressions of God's love every day. Look for small expressions of God's love every day. It can be little things like not having any traffic. Man, that's an expression of God's love. <laughs> That's an expression of God. There have been times where I've been driving in the rain, and I said, Lord, please don't let me get wet when I get to my destination. And you'd be surprised the number of times, even coming here to church, the number of times it'll stop raining just when I need to enter the church so I'm not soaking wet preaching to you. <laughs> Those are just small expressions. Look for small expressions of love. Just today, I just went back and recounted some of the small expressions of God's love. My daughter texted me today, and she said her stomach was hurting really bad. She needed me to come get her from school. And so I said, I'll be there. And before I could get on the road to go get her, she texted me back and she said, well, never mind. My stomach feels fine all of a sudden. And that's, that's a small expression, small expression, small expression, small expression. So she stayed there. She said, I'm going to stay at school. My stomach, she said, all of a sudden, it just went away. I'm, so I feel, that's a small expression, small expression. I was at one of our offices today and I went to my car and I was trying to load some things in my car so I had some people helping me to bring some things to my car and I said I'm gonna have to open the door first because my key fob doesn't work my battery went out a long time ago and I haven't replaced it so my key fob doesn't work so I'm gonna have to manually open the car door and then I can unlock the door so you all can load it up but lo and behold I pressed the button and the key fob worked I said wow I never asked anybody to replace the battery. I never told anybody about it. But it works. I don't know who did it. I don't know how it got done. All I know is my key fob works. I even tested it a few minutes ago when I pulled up. <laughs> I hit it and it locked and unlocked. I said, man, this is great. A small expression. God just winked at me. He said, son, I got you even down to changing the battery in your key fob. Small expression. Look for small expressions of God's love every day. Look for small expressions of God's love every day. Two people gave me gifts today. Unexpectedly, just, they gave me gifts. They just blessed me with two separate individuals, gave me gifts today. And I took it as a small expression 
of God's love. Look for small expressions of God's love. When you do that, you'll start seeing them. And it'll change how you feel. It'll change how you see your day. Look for small expressions of God's love each and every day. Sometimes when I'm in prayer, I can feel the arms of God come around me and wrap me. Almost like he's holding me or hugging me. That's a small expression of God's love. That's why I said experience it. There'll be times he'll allow you to feel the heavy weight of his presence. He'll allow you to feel it. And it'll feel like his arms just holding you. You have on the inside, there's such a peace. There's such a peace and there's such a, a love, there's such a joy, tranquility that comes over your soul on the inside. He just rests in his love and it, and it actually feels like somebody is embracing you. He wants you to experience that love. I hug my wife, I hug my kids, and sometimes I'll just hold them. Because I want them to experience that love. And I thought about it, God does us the same way. Do you know God wants to hug you every day? That's how I know by the Holy Spirit we are to look for small expressions of his love every day. Because as a father, just as I want to hug my kids every day, God wants to hug us every day. And so he's out to do little things for you, just to show you small expressions, even down to the point of him holding you himself, just to hug you, just to hug you. Man, and we have so much evidence of that. I won't take the time to, to take you through all the evidence, but there are a lot of different places in Scripture I can show you where God shows us small expressions of his love every day. Lamentation says that his mercies are new every morning. One translation says his loving kindness is fresh every morning. Every morning he wants to give you a hug. Every morning is fresh. It's like just because I hugged my kid yesterday, I also want to hug him today. See, that's a fresh, it's a fresh loving kindness that I have toward him. I hugged him yesterday, but now I'm in a new day. And for today, I want to hug them. See, that my mercy or my loving kindness is fresh today. It's the same with God. Every day, God wants to give you a new embrace. Every day, God wants to show you a new, small expression of his love. Isn't that good? Man, that's good. That's good. I love that. Oh, man. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah 33, I believe, it's call unto me and I'll show you great mighty things. Oh, all you got to do is say, Lord, call on him. He'll show you small expressions of his love every day. Call his name every day. And in Jeremiah 33, he said, I'll show you great and mighty things. I'll show you great. He shows us expressions of his love every day, every day. Here's one in Ephesians chapter 2, maybe, I believe, 2, verse 4, somewhere around in there. Christ Jesus, we've been made alive with Christ, raised up together with him, seated together with him in heavenly places, and he's showing us exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ. Oh, man, that's the nailer right there. That cinches it. That cinches it. That's the nailer. That clinches it right there. That clinches it. 
That clenches it. You know when you hammer a nail through a piece of wood, you have to clench it on the other side? Well, that verse clenches it. <laughs> that verse clenches it on the other side. <laughs> Where are my handy men at? Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Women don't have no idea what I'm talking about, but my men know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, when you nail it, you got to clench it on the other side so it doesn't come out, man. <laughs> So Ephesians clenches it. It clenches it. It nails it and clenches it. Praise God. I think that's enough proof. Jesus himself said, I'll manifest myself to you. He said, you love one another and you keep my word and you love one another. He said, me and the Father, we'll come make our boat with you and I'll manifest myself to you. Jesus himself tell you, I'll show you myself. I'll show you myself. So he shows those small expressions of his love. Oh, man, that is so good. I get so thrilled every day because now I'm looking for these small expressions of God's love every day. And it'll change how you feel and it'll change how you see your day when you start doing that. And then number three, number three, so I wanted you to believe the love, wanted you to experience it. And then number three, I wanted you to share it. I wanted you to share it. You're never more like God than when you are kind to one another. So you believe that love, you experience that love, and then you share that love. The reason we are kind to others is because God is kind to us. The Bible says that God's even kind to the evil and the unthankful. And I pondered that for a long time. I said, Father, why are you kind to the evil and the unthankful? He replied to me, he said, because kindness changes hearts. He said, I'm not trying to destroy, I'm trying to change people's hearts so they'll know me and love me. Oh, man, God is so wonderful. God is so wonderful. That's why I said something very controversial one time. I said this, it's very hard for a person to go to hell. The reason I say that is because I know my Heavenly Father. I know He will do everything He can He'll give a person chance after chance after chance. He'll go after them over and over, trying to show himself to them, trying to reveal himself to them. It is very hard to go to hell because God's going to always keep coming after you. He's going to always keep coming after you. I'm not saying you can't go to hell. You can go to hell now. I just said it's hard. I just said it's hard because I know how the Father comes after you. The Father comes after you. He comes after you over and over and over and over. Now, if you just completely reject him forever, I mean, there's nothing else he can do. But it's hard to go because he's going to come after you. You just finally get to the point where you say, look, Jesus, I don't want anything to do with you. Now, once you reject him fully, totally, you just completely, I'm not believing in you, you're not my Savior. Now, once you reject him, there's nothing else he can do because now you're rejecting the very salvation that he's extending to you. But it's hard to go to hell because God's going to always be after you to change your heart. He's going to always be after you to change your heart. He's not willing that any should perish. Mm, he's not willing that any should perish. That's why he hasn't come yet. He's given us more time, given us more grace so we can share the good news. I brought a little video about kindness. A.V., if you can just show that quickly. This Western sportsman does a Korean heart gesture to show respect to his opponent. How sweet. 
This young man notices a lady dozing on the bus. He's using his hand to prevent her head from hitting the pole. Look how much that kid is enjoying it. That kind stranger helped the kid live his moment to the fullest. This poor guy is trying to drag the weight over the sloppy road. Thankfully, a kind man comes over to his help. Look at this sweet man. He's making sure his dog doesn't get wet under the rain. Look at this kind guy using his bare hands to give water to the stray dog. Kids grow so fast. This little girl is teaching her sister how to pay respect in church. We're never more like God than when we are kind to each other. So number one, believe that love. Number two, experience that love. Number three, share that love. Just as you are to look for small expressions of God's love every day, also look for small opportunities to be kind to someone every day. It'll change how you feel. It'll change how you see your day. Praise God. Those of you who are watching by television, want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message in its entirety, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part three of the series titled A Short Path to a Great Life by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 3064. That's 3064. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 3064 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Well, brothers of the word.